the second episode of our podcast purpose and prosperity and today we wanted to talk about what um how if we're master ourselves and we go through the nine basic ego types how do we fix these within ourselves so we help grow our business right so it's an exactly. exciting chapter um and really understanding before we even get into it i'm going to say what's not on the nine list is somebody who has no ego at all so it's good to have belief that you can do something in this world that you're not just sitting there saying i have no belief that all your all your dreams and hopes have been sucked out of you that's not what this is i can't we're talking about people who have these desires in order to create their business, grow their business, transform their business and their lives by transforming something in themselves that needs to be kind of more geared towards a prosperity in order to grow our business. So that's what we're kind of doing right now. So I want yes. to kind of throw out there, there is 100% an, an inner battle. What do you want to explain about that? Yes. Therefore, what I understood from my life experience is always there is a tweak inside of yourself that how you can shift your consciousness mm -hmm. and your awareness of your inner self or your true self or your soul, whatever you wanted to call it. Okay to get to that point that you want it to be, or you need to be on that right direction. Right, so if you missed our last video, we talked about the three fundamentals of understanding who we are on a deep dive and truly understanding that these are three things that we have to understand if we wanna grow our businesses. And number one is what? Number one was acknowledging. Now acknowledge that nothing, what? nothing is random. Right. Acknowledge nothing is random. Everything has happened for a purpose and a reason. Um, we create our own thoughts and our own actions. Our action, our we have ten thousand thoughts a day, five hundred to a thousand words a day, and then five hundred, uh, one hundred to five hundred actions we do in a day. Me moving my hand is an action. The words out of my mouth are more, and the thoughts are even more than that. So you can see how it kind of flows down our body. And that's why we need to be so careful of our thought, because our thought is going to turn to our action. And our words will go back into our thoughts if we say them. So we have yes. to make sure we're very, very acknowledging that life is not random, that Things happen to us, but they happen for reasons, and they happen for reasons that we might not even understand, but they do have a reason for them, and there's a purpose, especially when it comes to business. Exactly. And the second things after that, we believe that nothing is random, is we came here to really to grow and basically transform ourselves. Which brings us to the second rule, which you are not random. You're here for a purpose and a reason and to grow. Exactly. As he just said, because he jumped into what were the action of growing <laughs> and without saying you are not random. And then the last one is what stops us from growing. Exactly. What stops us is basically is resistant to change. No? Right. So when we stop ourselves from saying, hey, change is happening and we try to say everything needs to be the same all the time, we are stopping success. We're stopping prosperity. We're stopping our life. You're stopping all the other things too, your your romance and everything else in your life because you're trying to put a damper on something that you don't want, so you're putting it, pushing it away. Or you're stopping things from changing, so you're pushing it away. Um, and this can be a major barrier when it comes to your business, so you have to kind of stop pushing things away. <laughs> yes, and, and the science really, they're talking about you need to be flexible like a palm tree because even in the hurricane and a storm, the palm tree is bent over the ground and it still is not breaking. And if we are not, if we resist to change, at some point, is going to be a break point. 
for us. So let's talk about, we broke it down into nine. Now, again, I said at the beginning, this has nothing to do with people who don't have any desire because if you have no desire it's hard to fix that but we're talking about people who have a desire in order to grow a business in order to grow whatever it is you want to grow but there are nine ego nine types of ego that get in our way all the time all of us and we want to kind of talk about them that way we are saying we need to fix these things exactly and the first thing really is stop with the bare minimum. No, right. And the impact of adjusting for our action to always do a bare minimum, which is not satisfactory and not, we doesn't put us in the right direction. Well, no. In Napoleon Hill, he explained that people who succeed are people who do more than they are asked of. And yet, in business, many many times we see it all the time, in every situation where you have people who just want to skate by. They just want to do the bare minimum. They don't want to do more than they're asked of. They just want to go to whatever else that they want to do more. So you have a lot of people who will just do bare minimum because they don't want to do anything. And by doing Doing bare minimum and not pushing yourselves to the fullest in order to give, then we're not going to our breaking point to where we go to our next level either. So Which we call it really extra mile. Now Napoleon Hill, really right. in different books, he always talked about go extra mile. And, and that you brings as a, you. And in our business, real estate business, you know you have clients sometimes that they are not easy, and you need to <laughs> basically work with them six months more than a year sometimes that you need to handhold them through all the process and if we don't put that extra mile and we just do bare minimum then we cannot succeed in our business right so you have to make sure that you're pushing yourselves to your limits and not just doing the bare minimum just to survive because if you're doing the bare minimum just to survive well then survival is a question because if you're not doing the work then the questions become worse so i would say do as much as you can every single day, which is easy to say because that brings us to our second, second ego. And second ego really is very related to the bare minimum, which is our comfort zone. And no most laziness. Laziness? Okay, laziness. He like, went to number three. Number two. <laughs> I jump on the number three. What is the laziness? Is laziness really? is, I have it all the time, to be entirely honest. When I go into a state of where I don't, I'm like, I'll get to it. It's going to happen. But I'm going to watch this YouTube video first. Hey, I'm on YouTube, right? Um, as well as doing these podcasts. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to dance a little bit. I'm just not going to do what I'm supposed to do. And honestly, they say, study, scientific studies show you that people will do seven minutes of real work every hour and 53 minutes of non-work every hour. So if we can push ourselves to do more than seven minutes of work in an hour, we are pushing past this laziness factor. And laziness gets me, it gets all of us um, because it's, <laughs> it's just stopping us from going. So we have to kind of catch it when it's happening and saying, am I doing enough? Is laziness is the same as procrastination? It can be, absolutely. Okay. Therefore, we actually, many of us, when something is not in our comfort zone. What you going to comfort some, zone again? Or, or we, we don't feel to do it. We're just saying, okay, I couldn't do it today. I'll do it. I catch up with it tomorrow. Therefore, this brings us, we push everything in need to be done to the next day. Yeah, I'm, I'm sleeping right now. I'm watching TV. I just want to see the next episode of Cobra Kai, uh, <laughs> whenever that comes out, just throwing that out there. Um, so we don't do what we want to do because we got 
distracted with our laziness. So exactly. that is something that's never good. And we have to fight against that ego all the time. What is another thing we have to fight about? Well, You've been jumping at it. I jump at it three times. Therefore, <laughs> comfort zone that makes us stagnant, makes us not move to the next step that we want it to be. No. And it's not just that with the comfort zone. Comfort zones keep us, we feel safe in our comfort zone. So we don't want to push forward, push ahead. Um, go to our next level because we're happy where we are. We're like, eh, no, I'm good today. I don't want to do more. And when we don't want to do more because we're comfortable, this is actually the biggest problem we can have. One of the nine, right? One of the nine major problems we have. For that example, takes 53 minutes of every hour. For me, for example, the comfort zone was when I was not self-employed and I was working and going to the uh, work every day and I was thinking oh I have Saturday Sunday no and I can relax I can do whatever I want I can do exercise I can watch no <laughs> you can be lazy and that is my comfort zone and then when we switch to be self-employed or not depend on the paycheck month by month that it comes to that uh, I need to work <laughs> you I work need harder. to put Saturday and Sunday and of course I love my job but I need to work too. Right, but that's the funniest thing about people when they say, oh, you work with your husband, because we work together all the time. You must have all the time in the world to do whatever you want to do. Um, we are working. Like, we're kind of, we work harder now than we would have done in other ways. Because I mean, it, we have to kind of, we have to feed our family. We have to make sure that we can have afford everything that we want. So we're working together as a unit. But it's work. It's definitely not play. We're not just sitting on a cruise ship all the time drinking cocktails. Like, that's not yeah. our life. Like, we're, I've been on the phone already with before we did this video talking to clients saying, hey, no, it's going to be okay. Um, we're going to handle that. Exactly. Next things that is actually is one of the major major things that you can root in everything that we do, it comes back with this and everybody knows it, fear. Right, fear will stop us in our tracks. Why didn't I buy a house earlier in my life? I was afraid of my finances. I'm not gonna lie, I was afraid of them because my student loans were like this weight of this this weight I had on me that's just stopped me from actually achieving something I wanted, which was home ownership. Which is funny because I'm a real estate agent, so I get to talk to people about my fear all the time and do have something to relate to people with um as well. Also, fear what is the purpose of fear? Why do we have fear? Well, fear is basically comes to unknown, no? Well, why do we have that at all? You because tell me. back in the caveman days or whatever, like a long time ago, you know, the strangers would come to town and we'd have to be on guard. We'd have to put our walls up because we have to protect the village or whatever it is we're trying to protect. Exactly. So we have this instinctual level to say, oh, something new, something bad, because a new has to be bad. Therefore, and you therefore, are basically categorizing the fear. Right. What, what is this? No, but it fear. comes to it. It comes to, yeah. So and fear immediately says, oh, stranger danger. This is bad. I can't talk to this person. We have to kind of keep them at arm's length because um, it could be a war. It could be Thanks. something that will ruin my life, um, take all my food. I don't know. So we. this is where fear comes from, right? This is our, our instinctual version of fear. Now, Which is bringing us to the good fear means that your instinct is to protect yourself from wild. Right. But what we are here to no, talk about... There's no good fear. Even understanding... 
I saw a video of a, a kid who was like the bear was coming at them and the, the kid was smart because he was a Canadian kid, right? In the video, um, he understood you need to be bigger than the bear for the bear to not attack you. So he made himself look as big as possible. And neighbor came also made them look, look as big as possible and the bear left. Um, this is because they didn't sit there in fear. They said, this is what we're supposed to do. You have to look bigger. So this not. kid looked bigger than he was in order to make the bear kind of you know, stop from, from attacking him. Um, well, but what we are talking about here, fear that is stopping us. From work. From the work. And, and many work of is us, a good thing, right? Work is great. And most of the fear really is started from how we raise and in which family we grow up. Mm -hmm. That how we got that self-confidence, how we can face the challenges in the different situation. And I'm sure all of our audience, somehow they can relate to that. I can tell you and from my own. they can have in their own example, in their own family that they grow up, how they feel that. I can say from my own self, growing up, I was told to get a job. You said, how do you support yourself? You have to get a job. You have to kind of work for the man and work, 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 work. That's all I was ever told to do. In fact, when I would think, push back against that concept to say I want to do other things, that work, work, work concept was kind of, it was there, my parents fear that they were putting at me that maybe I shouldn't be self-employed. And yet I've been self-employed for like a decade now. Um, but I really had to fight against that fear that was instilled against me. And I feel like you, you want to have that too. Yes. Therefore, that sense of security that can sums up in all the comfort zone, laziness, and do whatever you're supposed to do is basically come and manifest in these fears that we all bear. And then could be fear of poverty, fear of, fear of health, or any fear that prevents you to basically progress in your achieving your goals. The next ego we want to talk about is something that we should really be talking about, and it's control. Um, I feel like everybody in my entire family, my husband, myself, our children, we all kind of fight against this ego a little bit to go nail on the head. I feel like we have a bunch of people who have um, control. At least control issues in our house anyway, which, exactly. which is not good. The purpose of control is an illusion. Exactly. Control makes us feel that we are doing something when we're not really doing anything other than trying to control a situation. Um, and this is a basis on a lack of trust, a lack of, trust. A last of organizational harmony. So we're not at peace with how the things are organized, but it's really just trust, peace, and understanding that the flow will happen. Exactly. I understand I have to work on this issue myself. My husband understands he needs to work on it himself. Our kids, we're definitely trying to work on it with them because they both have control issues with each other too. Everybody wants to, we're all fixed signs, um, if you want to think of it that way. But So we have a lot of control um, fighting in, if we're going to be honest with these egos. So this is something that can and hold back our really business. And if you want to really go deeper about this, what my wife said mm -hmm. about, uh, this control issue that comes to the trust is if we go a layer deeper we're talking about that all of us as a human being we try to control our life our situation because we think what is in our mind is the best for us and our family or anything that we think is correct it must happen but the question here that we really need to trust ourselves and ourself. the universe and I don't say God, but something bigger than us that has this 
intelligence. And also I want to point out that not uh, what we think is not always correct. Like sometimes we are wrong and it's okay. In this culture of the world that we have where I'm right and everybody else is wrong and all of these reasons and people get canceled, many times we have to grow and accept that we were wrong in our thoughts and in our beliefs and we grow as people and we have to grow in our businesses too. So when we let go of the reins. I'm not saying you let, you know, just walk away and do nothing. I'm saying trust people to do what they're supposed to do and then just be peaceful about that concept. Is something, and that is the true re- leadership. That's true leadership. That's growing your business in a more more strong, stronger level. So that means if you are talking about business, I would say write down what you want people to get done. Have trainings on what you want to get done. And then tr- once you see people are doing what's in the book, you told them to do ABC and they're doing ABC, let go. You have to learn to let go. Like letting go is key to growing your business. The next thing that we wanted to talk about is sadness, no? Yeah, sadness. <laughs> uh, Basically, discovering this internal unhappiness that you have at each moment in your day. No, that many of us uh, we know that is manipulated really by ego and the thought and self worth that we have really during the day, and makes us sad. Makes us to not believe in ourselves. Makes us to not believe in our potentials. That we have the bigger picture. Uh, something bigger picture that we can accomplish in our life. I'm going to go in a little bit different direction with sadness because, look, things happen in your life. My dad died this year when 2023, and it made me sad. It still makes me sad that I don't have a person calling me every single day on the phone checking on me and saying, hey, how are you? I mean, I have my husband. He's great, but he's not my dad calling me like, hey, what's going on today? And asking me every single day, how are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm never going to get another Christmas card. I'm never going to have... Another another birthday card come to my my house and give me five dollars. Like no, it's not gonna happen anymore, and it makes me sad and it hits me in different ways. This is grief, right? And it hits me in different ways all the time. I know he's in a better place. I know, I know everything is. You know, he would want the best for me. He always wanted the best for me, even now. But understanding that sadness can hit us. It can be. It can hit us with grief, and then just understanding that it's a it's a emotional roller coaster that we're going to be on especially when it comes to grief but it shouldn't stop it shouldn't take 53 minutes of every hour of the day to stop us from do- and only put in seven minutes of work yes because, because if you're only putting seven the- and i mean work i mean active thinking working like active mind active words active thoughts really being positive for seven minutes and then 53 minutes of nothing that doesn't make sense so having sadness when it comes to grief hits you it's okay you have to let the wave hit but then you have to rise above the wave you have to you know when you go to the beach what happens if you go over the wave you kind of have fun if you're jumping over the waves you have to kind of jump with the waves like you have to jump with it you can't just just let it run all over you and then you can't breathe Exactly. And the next thing that we wanted to talk about basically is judgment. Uh (laughs) And that that is also, I realize in myself too, uh, basically the role of the criticism. uh, criticism. But basically, if you wanted to be a a leader, a true leader, that you wanted to have the business that's going to be tribe. And this is one of the things that we definitely need, as my wife said, you need to train. You need to have basically process for training whoever you wanted to work with. 
and then let it go. And, and then let's trust. judgment's a little different though. Judgment, we're not talking about it. This is negative evaluations that people are constantly not living up to your standards, even when you might yourself might not live up to those standards. Yes. Um, and then taking telling people all of their negativities, which only takes away from their collaboration or their want to work with you. Now they just pull away from you because you just hit them like you are A, B, C, all of these reasons why you should not do X. Now, if you're giving Basically, someone you A, kill, B, C, you, you killed kill their motivation. You've killed their, not just their motivation, you've built the collaboration, you've killed the trust that someone might have in you. Um, you've built, you're trying to build a team and now you've just destroyed the team with your judgment. And this is going to be an ego because when we, it's a huge issue when you get to grow up there because, oh, especially as real estate agents, you see, oh, I sold such and such amount of real estate this year. I'm so amazing. And I hate talking about that with other people all the time because it's just inviting judgment. Oh, they only did that many million. I did this many million, even though your market might be LA and my market is Greenville, North Carolina. So that doesn't really tell you anything. It's going to just say, hey, that's judgment to say that you're better than others and that just pulls away from any collaboration that you might want to do exactly what's and the next, the next one? one is the self-esteem mm -hmm. you know uh, that is one of the things that really uh, always we are in the progress of doing it you no know? believing in yourself did silent voice inside of you that inner child that guide you came with you to this world and believing in yourself that you and you your true self that can achieve the things the big picture that you came for here no you can do you want to elaborate a little bit on that well i'm just gonna say with the steam low self-esteem is never going to help you it's just going to prevent you from expressing yourself or expressing your true creativity putting your positive energy into something um i totally believe you should try to be positive not just with others but with yourself as well all the time and it will really come into play when it comes to self-esteem because if you believe that you can do something you are more likely to do it than if you say i can't do it i can't do it i can't do it like you know you need to be like the steam engine there i think I, uh, or the train i think i can i think i can i think i can from my, one of my kids books right you have to be i think i can do it and then do it rather than no I will not eat green eggs and ham. I will not eat them, Sam, I am. Nope, I will not eat them on a plane. I will not do, because if you're saying I, I will not, or you cannot, or I just, I don't have the power to do such a thing, it will never get done by you. That doesn't mean it can't be done. It just means that you have to believe that you can do something and give it a shot. It's better to try and, it's better to believe that you can try to do something than to not even do it at all. I know there is no try, do or do not do. I've heard this before too. But the truth is, if you don't even put yourself out there to, tr to give something a test and to, to try a little bit, you're never going to get to, you can't even try the big picture. So you have to, tr try is not a bad word. I know I was told it was, but it's not. You If you keep putting effort into something, it will grow. And maybe the first time you try a little bit, it doesn't work. And maybe you try the second time and it doesn't work. Like, how do we learn to walk? Like, where I'm, I'm a mom. How do your kid learn to walk? They fall a lot. So if you fall the first time when you're learning to walk, you never learn to walk um, because you're just going to sit there and say, I can't walk or I can't eat my food. So you should always feed me. That doesn't make any sense. You have to keep trying until you learn to walk, learn to eat, learn to grow. And then when we get to business and life, we have to continue trying and putting our effort in there. And yeah, give yourself... A, 
a, a, a pass. You might fall on your face a couple times. It's okay. That's how we learn to grow. I, I've fallen on my face before. It happens. Um, and But you and have to get up and try the, again. Henry Ford actually was saying in one of his story, what happens to my life doesn't matter. Important is what step right now I can take toward the goal that I have. Therefore, this is super important for all of us. Uh, it doesn't matter how the step is big or the goal is unreachable, but one step at a time that try small, simple steps to get us to the point that we want it to be. The ninth ego that we're gonna talk about that we have to fight against is what? Therefore, we didn't finish the last oh, one. Oh, you wanna continue with the theme? I'm so sorry. The, the last one was anger, no? That's, yeah, the last one is anger. And anger, they say it, that uh, anger is one of the things that takes away from you the prosperity. Yeah. And I know that myself, I know myself, I am struggling sometimes with that. And I try every day to basically be trusting. And how you can have uh, basically transform your anger by trusting, you mm -hmm. know, having faith that could be having faith in something that is bigger than you, we can say God, or your soul, the soul that is given to you, your true self, no? Or understand that it is an ego to, in order to prevent you from creating something. I'll just give you a small example of myself today. We walked into this room to film our, our uh, I've been sick podcast. all week, so uh, we came in late to film this video or podcast. And then I got angry because the, my chair was out of frame. Dumb anger, I know, but why did that anger surface? Why did that ego even surface? And of course I got over it, I moved the chairs, right? I said, okay, it's time to move the chairs, but I was frustrated and angry over something kind of dumb that could easily be fixed, the camera wasn't on yet, um, I can move a chair, but I just got angry and I lost control. It wasn't rational, because anger is often not rational, and it undermines us creating, undermines leadership abilities, and all I had to do was simply move chairs that weren't even there, that weren't even in frame. And I think so it's just, I'm giving you a real example of something that obviously was there to stop me from filming this video. And I think everything, the root comes to really fear. And mm -hmm. what is the anger? Anger is when you lose the control of something, and you wanted to control that things and you have the fear that you cannot control something. Well, all of these things take 53 minutes of every hour of our day, and they 53 minutes of our hours are stolen by these nine egos all the time. So if we can understand that, mm. if we can get past just seven minutes of actual work, and, and or seven minutes of actual real time to where we actually accomplish things, and take some of that 53 minutes back of every hour, you can achieve so much more than you realize, and so much more than other people, because they're also fighting these same nine things all the time, every single day. Like exactly. I just told you about one silly one that I had to realize, okay, this is just anger. Um, and it's just stopping me from filming a video. Like, so what's the purpose of it to stop me from filming the video? Did it succeed? No, here I am. Therefore, the past, what is the pathway to liberation? Basically, the first thing is overcoming our ego. Right. And our ego, as you said, is categorized in nine different things. So we have to understand. laziness all the way to anger. Right, so we have to identify what's happening, be able to stop, breathe, say, hey, what is this anger's true purpose? What is it going to do for me? It's going to stop me from familiar video. It's going to do this with me. Stop it. 
inside confront what's going on, not just be angry at other people and frustrated because honestly, he brought the chairs into the room. I shouldn't be frustrated that they weren't perfect yet. I hadn't even, he hadn't even sat down. So like, it was just me stopping a something small, but it can also be something big too. So understanding, confront, saying, hey, this is just me. This, I have to identify why I'm doing this. It's preventing me from doing something, confront it within myself and say, hey, others needs to be fixed. And then when it comes to business and creating our office and creating a life together, um, creating everything, we have to understand that these things happen 53 minutes every hour. So we have to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in control of my, or not, me and the creator are in control of these 53 minutes of every hour, not the ego. And therefore we have to kind of stop it, see what's happening and then go past it. Therefore, this trio step really helps. How else would you say it in your way? It's correct because, uh, and I think uh, I was listening today to uh, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life mm. up there. Basically, uh, Tao Chang's by my one of my uh, dear teacher that passed away, Windyer. And the where, where's 63 and 64, he was talking about like breaking down your life to the smallest steps. Every goal that you have in your life, try to be compassionate today. Just don't talk about like a, what I'm going to do tomorrow or I'm going to angry be today, but try to do it today and say, I'll be more kind to myself and others just today and see how it feels at the end of the day with you. If it resonates with you, then again, tomorrow, you promise again yourself that you're gonna do it tomorrow. But and just for today. And you also have to forgive yourself. If you, if you realize yes. at the end of the day, you have completely failed uh, in that mission, like we just said, you've completely failed and you wanted to you know, be peaceful all day and all these eruptions happen and you failed entirely. Um, from being that peaceful soul that you wanted to be. You have to look at the end of the day and not beat yourself up over that because so many people will go back to judgment of themselves um, and then just beat themselves up on how they which reacted, again, which, again, which is one of the egos. Which is, you again, you accumulate that 53 minutes. No? Right, so uh, you, you've, lost, you've lost your peace in the evening too. Um, so don't judge yourself because that's one of the nine egos we're trying to fight. Say, hey, yeah, I failed and I'm going to, uh, but... I'm gonna do better tomorrow. And by giving ourselves the ability to say, hey, okay, I failed, I, I fell on my face, so what? Get up and do it again. And then be peaceful I'm, again. And I'm, eventually you are going to succeed, you're going to walk, you're going to be that peaceful soul that you've always wanted to be. You're going to because you can, you just have to get there and when nobody learns from the first time they try something. And I know about myself that uh, I had difficult time with myself always to judge myself a lot during the day and say, oh, I did this wrong, or I shouldn't have done this, or I shouldn't have said this. And Judging. really, we need to learn uh, at that point that we just have one time a day just before going to bed to forgive ourselves in our heart and others, and then assess ourselves at the end of the day, then say, oh, I did this wrong, but I'm going to do it better tomorrow. And this is the... One of the things that I know that stopped me, at least, in my life in many ways. Next thing I want to talk about that my husband was a little like, I don't understand what you're saying about, so I'm going to take a little bit and then I'm going to let him talk about war, which doesn't mean war. Um, 
But really, before I get to that, we're going to talk about branded ego. So when you're in corporate culture and we're creating our own corporate culture in the future, right? Because you're creating your own society, your own structure, your own business. You want to make sure that the branded ego that we're putting out there, like, oh, my market has to be perfect. I have to be picture perfect in Instagram. I have to do this correctly. My brand isn't something that's going to stop isn't going to stop my transformation from my growth into my future. Exactly. So you have to make sure that your brand is willing to change. And I feel like being willing to change is a big step that most people say, you know, if you're not perfect, then this is going to be a problem when nobody in this world is perfect. There is no such thing as perfect and things change over time. So by changing and going with the flow, we grow. And I just want to point that out that so many corporations fail because their brand doesn't align with the stars don't align with their brand at that moment. And then they fall on their face and they don't get up again because they have branded their ego in such a way that they can't fail. And that I think is a, a problem many, many people have. So allow yourself to try. And let's not forget, even with the podcast that we are recording, purpose and prosperity, we are also uh, having challenging all these things in the different stages in our life. No. And we came to here to share with you, you know, the story of our life and see what we understood or what we can do. You know, what is the solution? What we can do better? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about war. And what did I mean by war? Because it's not like guns. That's not what I mean. What did I mean by war? It just illuminated us. I wanted you to do it. Wake up and realize, right? So to every single day, we have to wake okay. up and realize. I don't mean, you know, fighting. <laughs> we go into war with ourselves. We wake up and we realize what we need to change. So we take more control, more minutes of every hour back into our life to where we are creating. We are, we are building. We are creating. So it's not just seven minutes. It's Maybe it's 10 minutes, then it's 15 minutes. But you, what are you doing? You're waking up and you're realizing that your time is valuable. Your life is valuable. And maybe it's not just time. Maybe it's peace, right? And be like, everything is going to work out. The business deals are always going to come to me because I'm out there accepting this. And I'm putting work out there and the work always comes back to you. So you have to always go to war with yourself. So wake up and realize. That's what I mean. Well, and I can relate with that with one of the verses of the Tao Chang's that I listened yesterday with mm -hmm. the wind dire, voice of wind dire, that uh, what is important in our mind and our consciousness every day, we try to be compassionate. And any sense of the thoughts of the war that we have, it could be fight with the family members. It could be with somebody in your business. It could be with the client. It could be with your parents. Anything we are working on ourselves to basically come to our origination, which is our true self that comes from love and kindness. No? And that's how we can really transform that war. That doesn't mean physical, no. but in our thought and in our consciousness. I say for I'm going to talk about our own life for a second with this one as well I keep throwing it out there but in the evening in our family like you know seven o'clock is rolled in we're definitely not going to be calling clients on the phone anymore seven rolls in this is when for me I feel like there's a lot of negativity that kind of can instill so going to war with myself I have to realize in the evening I am not as awake and as fresh as I am in the morning. I'm a morning person, so I mean, everybody has a different like 
cycle, right? Um, so my mornings, I'm usually chipper and ready to go. But in the evening, I'm not so chipper. And it's not because I don't believe that everything's going to be awesome. It's like, hey, that's done. Tomorrow I'm going to do this. And yet that's when all of my judgments and my anger and my resentment, all of that nonsense stuff that we talked about, the ego, um, all the stuff I need to go to war with really in myself hits me the hardest in the evening. So, I mean, just understand when you just wake up and realize, right, um, what is going on with your life at a certain hour, you can change that. And that to me is the biggest thing to do. When you realize there is a problem and you are the problem, what are you going to do to fix it, right? So, and okay, it might, maybe the first fix doesn't work or the second fix or the 10th fix um, or stopping that judgment or this whatever's hitting you in the evening or the frustrations that are just hitting, hitting, hitting. What do I need to do to change that? And then maybe the 50th thing I've tried is actually the right answer, but I don't know. You have to keep changing yourself in order to find the next, the next level, right? So when a video game, you get to the end and you might fall down the pit a few 50 times, but then once you figure out a way to get over the pit, you go to the next level, right? So in life, it's kind of the same thing. We have to figure out a way to get over the pit in order to go to the next level. And this is true with our, my seven o'clock hour. I don't know what hits me is about six, seven o'clock, but evening comes, the sun's gone down and suddenly I'm a, everything's hitting me in a different way than I am when I wake up in the morning where I'm like, hey, it's an awesome day. Good morning. How is everybody? Mom that I am. So anyway, I want you to add anything else? Well, as you said, is again, goes back to one of those nine things about ego and most of it is comfort zone. When you are choosing uh, every day to be reactive with everything that happens to your life, then it's still you're in comfort zone and then you don't want it to commit yourself to change. And uh, that's why we wanted to chip away every day one of small things to live better and more peaceful and of course, be connected to our true self and the source of the prosperity that we wanted to talk about here. Well, I also just want to quickly add um, business growth because business leadership kind of comes from, or true business growth comes from when we fight against those nine ego types that we were talking about, anger, frustration, no? self-esteem. We, we grow from this, right? So we grow every single second of every single day. So if we want to grow our businesses in positive ways, like in real estate, how do we know that more real estate business is going to come to us even in the scary dark times? It's because we have faith that we are working, we're doing our part to get these clients and we're also helping to the best of our abilities, right? So we understand exactly. that this is how the cycle works. Will there be, you know, up and, up and down. down, of course, but we have to trust that the universe is out there for us. Exactly. And if you want to join us in real estate, we're super happy to have you with that as well. Click one of our links in the description and we will definitely be sharing about real estate. Thank you. And thank you for being us in the Purpose yeah. and Prosperity channel and podcast. And we love to connect with you on Facebook, Instagram. All the platforms, not right? And we're going to try, platforms. and we're going to try to come up with different things on social media that kind of matches what we're talking about. So that'll be fun. Awesome. Talk to you soon.